everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Yes, I said that really aggressive. I said it aggressive. I think it's because last week I was sort of like, hey, my name is Lise Winnie. I'm a Because I had guests on, you know, and they was the prominence, you know what I mean? The prominence. So I knew they were gonna hear us. So I was like, I can't, I can't be ratchet. I can't be loud. I can't. I gotta be even keeled, even toned. But guess what? I'm back to it because now we have it, we have a guest today as well. We have Mr. Richard Drozen, MSN. It's MSM. Sorry, not MSN. He's not on MSN. Sorry, no MSNBCs and no MSNs. He, he's just MSM. Okay, he's going to be on here. He's going to be telling us about how to help yourself further your career, get a job uh, through information, of course, uh, while COVID is going on. Because it's a lot of people who right now are out of work. A lot of people who didn't expect to be out of work were out of work. So we're going to talk about that. But before I do that, I got to thank my guest from last week. When I say prominence, when I say he is music gold he created one of the best groups of all time and he has some of the best kids of all time so i want to give a big shout out to dr matthew Knowles for coming through and for gracing us with all of his knowledge and if you didn't catch the interview make sure you go back and watch it plus if you didn't catch the underlying tone the underlying thing i didn't even know he was gonna be talking about voting but the underlying theme he wanted to get through was please young people Go out and vote. The best way to showcase your voice is voting. And it's not just voting, because I know a lot of people, there was this big push about voting locally. And voting locally is extremely important. And if you listen to this, I have uh, one of the things through Anchor is running. 30% of people leave a part of their ballot blank. Like they just leave it blank because they don't know anything about what, like, what is this, what is this judge? What is this? What is the circuit court judge? What's this ass? Is it, I don't know what they, circuit city still going around. Like they don't know what it means. So make sure you know who's on the ballot in your local county and community and city so that you can vote for the right people. Because like he said, judges make a lot of these rules and they set the precedence for a lot of these laws that come down the pipeway and for these other big cases. So a lot of the time, like I said this before, in the legal setting, they use precedent cases in order to preside over other cases. So make sure you know who your judges are because like if you got upset about the the Amy Geiger uh, sentencing, that judge was elected. So you need to make sure that you know who you're voting for, but not just on the local level, okay? Because we're going to talk about this in top 10 trending topics, but we had, we lost a very prominent figure in, in women's rights and, and she did a lot for, for civil rights. So make sure that you vote for the president because a lot of these big things that you want will go through the United States Supreme Court. And if you don't know how the United States Supreme Court, how they get those judges on the United States Supreme Court, you need to look it up. That is why the president of the United States matters, not to mention the executive orders that he can put in place. You need to vote for not only your local officials, you also need to vote for your president. So make sure you know, and I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I'm just going to tell you to get the fuck out and vote, okay? And if you don't vote, don't complain. Don't talk about nothing that's going on if you don't like it, because if you don't vote, you have no room to talk. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But 
Um, thanks again, Dr. Matthew Knows, for coming on. He is, you know, professor. Thank you so much. And I, I got to put this out there. So there was a post that went out. As you know, every, each and every week I get on here and I'll be like, you know what? I got to shout out to my peoples at brunching. Brunching is finito, is deaded, is done, is dead in the grave. They didn't put dirt on it, it flowers, okay? Rigor mortis have set in. It is done, okay? And I want to give a big, 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 big Maps Media canceled. Um, we, we canceled it, brunching on, I think it was Friday. We canceled brunching on Friday. Uh, Friday or Saturday, might have been Saturday. And it was, it was canceled because there were some people that pulled out okay and they said hey i want to work on my own thing which is fine but then when one person pulled out then the other people started to pull out and so it it didn't make sense to try to replace we might as well create something new which is what mass media is doing we are in talks with people different different people different voices millennial voices okay that are going to be dope as hell so if you're like man i really like that show just stay tuned you're gonna love what's coming next Trust me, you're you going to like it. So make sure you stay locked and loaded with that. But I want to thank all of my co-hosts or anybody who was a part of Brunchin. So shout out to Ashley, the Cannabis Nurse. Shout out to the Guru. Shout out to Ediga. Make sure you follow them. You can find Ashley. Well, Ashley still, will, I'm going to convince her. Okay. She doesn't know this yet. I'm going to push her, slightly push her to get her own platform. Okay. We need to hear about this cannabis. We need Axe Ashley might be a podcast. Okay. I'm just saying. So just stay tuned. It it may be its own podcast in and of itself. I'm just, I'm going to convince her some kind of way, somehow, some way. But uh, make sure you follow her like I did last week at Cannabis Nursing Solutions. So make sure you go out and follow her. You can on Instagram as well. She's Cannabis Nursing Solutions. And make sure you follow DeGuru. He's on 15,000 podcasts. Make sure you like one of them. The Brothers, if it has the Brothers in it, he's probably on it. Okay? So the Brothers of Talk, the Brothers of Legacy, and uh, the Knucklehead Chronicles, I think it's coming back. So make sure you follow him on something, on some platform, because he's so awesome. Okay? And then make sure you follow E Diggle at Charm City Direct TV. He's got a lot of stuff going on over there. He's bringing back um, a couple of different shows and he's bringing new people in. He has new shows every day. So make sure you go over there and support him. So, with that being said, I, I appreciate everybody who supported Brunchin. If you watched it, if you were a guest on it, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for what you do. So don't be upset. Don't be sad. We got something coming. Okay. We, well, several things coming and you're gonna like it. Trust me. You're gonna like it. I know you want a panel show. You're like, bitch, I don't want to hear you talk all the time. Okay. I got you. All right. Okay. We, we got a panel show coming with, with new millennial and I do mean millennials millennial voices are coming all right so with that being said i gotta give you these top 10 trending topics okay i gotta give you these top 10 trending topics of the week let's get to these top 10 trending topics of the week so kanye west goes he's at it again kanye west is at it again he is on a roll i think kanye west has been in i don't know if this is is this is a stunt or if this is a marketing plan but he has been in the news 
almost every single day. Congratulations, Kanye. You have been in the headlines almost every single day. You, you're you're really doing it on, on a marketing side of getting a lot of eyeballs. I don't know if there's a line coming, a shoe coming, but you, you really got a lot of eyeballs on you. But this time, it's partially selfish, partially not selfish. So Kanye West is doing something. Actually, Kanye West for the people, okay? Kanye West for the people. Presidential candidate Kanye West is adding something. Yes, presidential candidate Kanye West is adding to his political campaign, right? He's adding this to a bullet. I don't know if he is, but I'm going to add it in there because he got a lot going on. You might as well condense it, condensify, like I said last week, condensify. So we're going to add a bullet. One of the things on his his political, I guess, website will be giving music artists back their masters. They should own their own masters to their music per Kanye West, which I agree with. I think that music artists and creatives should own more of the work that they create. Uh, but it goes back to business dealings and understanding business dealings and understanding how that works once you get in the bed with a big corporation who may know more than you do. So Kanye West is calling on Jay-Z and Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and a couple of other lyrical rappers because I guess lyrical rappers uh, can revamp the industry. And he says he wants to sit down. He wants them to change the music industry. And he said he also he wanted his friends back, which I can I can truly uh, I can truly identify with that. It seems like he's been he's been off uh, by himself for a while. So I can see why he probably want his friends back. But Kanye, are we still working on the birthday party? Is the birthday party still rolling? Like, how is this working? Um, Kanye, listen, you can't make the pods for the people. And then you're still you're doing this. This is a lot. You, you, we gotta make it togetherness, okay? We, we have to, either you're gonna focus on running for president or you're gonna focus on fixing the music industry. It is very hard for you to do those two things at the same time, okay? And although a lot of us listeners, we, we want our artists to own their masters, but we don't even know what the hell that means. So you can't really put that on your political campaign, Kanye. Listen, you doing a lot. And peeing on the Grammy, Listen, you, listen, the fact that you had to piss on the Grammy and then you took the Grammy out of the pissy toilet is a lot, okay? That's a lot. I, I get the symbolism, all right? I, I get that. But you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot, buddy. And and we need for you to to fix one. Well, let's pick one. We running for president or we fixing the music industry? Are you running for president or you being a musical advocate? We, we need you to put it together, Kanye, because right now it's a lot going on. I'm just saying. And in some very sad news, sad, sad, sad news, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the notorious RBG, passed away at the age of 87 years old. So shout out to her. She has been a big, big proponent in women's rights and civil rights. She couldn't, she went to the best school, law school, and could not get a job because of her gender, and she fought through it. She also, you know, has done so many things for people, and she has some amazing quotes out there. So make sure you check her out. Make sure you get the book, The Notorious RBG, because she, she was so dope in her life, and we need to really honor her legacy before we move on from her legacy which is totally 
I think on the levels of disrespect that Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump have done, have been beyond, like she wasn't even in, they had, she hadn't even been gone before they started plotting to replace her. Like it's it just a, a lot. And that was her last dying wish to have another president. You know, hopefully she would be replaced under another president, which is a sad thing that if you think about it, this woman, this great woman who had done so much for the world carried this burden through pancreatic cancer so that she could try to stay and hang on for the country, the United States of America. That's a lot, you know, because she knew what was on the line. And I wish more people understood that a lot of the rules and the laws of the land will come through, especially when you want these big policy changes about policing and defunding police and all of this type of stuff. When you look at all of the things that are going to come through the United States Supreme Court, you want to know who's sitting on that court. You know who appoints those people. The president of the United States. So if you say, I don't vote for the president because it doesn't matter or I don't understand why it matters, you need to pick up a book. I'm just saying, that's all. I'm not going to get into it no further than that, but I will read her quote. She said, I would like to be remembered as someone who used whatever talent she had to do her work to the very best of her ability. And that you will. Thank you so much, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, for all that you've done. And speaking of which, she actually did not learn how to cook. She wouldn't learn how to cook because she wanted to focus on doing more reading and doing her job. And speaking of which, she took a page out of Cardi's book. Or Cardi took a page out of hers because Cardi also says she don't cook either. And I don't hear y'all saying it about, you know, RBG was a bomb ass lady. So Cardi is actually getting divorced. Yeah, her and Offset are getting divorced. And, and I've seen all the memes. They're all out there. Why didn't keep it home? Huh? You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. And I'm like, listen, what, first of all, why she got to be a hoe? That's, that's the first thing I want to know because the only person I didn't see her with was fucking offset like I, I don't understand why you know we out here calling her all kind of names and out of her name and everything because she made a song called WAP and like I said the other week it was a, it was a it was a bomb ass bar it was a bomb ass bar but we knew that that's not exactly what it was because she's had her own public battles with offset for a while the creator of skirt skirt we knew what was going on okay because she's been very vocal it's been in the news it's been all over the place that they've had their own public struggles now she came and she combated it she didn't say that she said there was nobody that was pregnant he didn't cheat on her again it, this was them just growing apart we'll never really know what happens and it's not really our place to really know what the fuck happens in their relationship but it's a lot of y'all just gonna throw this out there it's a lot of y'all that's going after Cardi B, okay? And y'all living in dirty houses with a mattress on the floor. And y'all saying, you know, you're cooking and clean. I'm like, you don't clean either and you don't have a man at all. No, no, you don't. You don't. Um, And um, so apparently, or some of y'all still, the, the motherfucker sleeping right next to you with the mattress on the floor in the dirt. Um, but not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. Basunto. I love y'all. Some of y'all still got men and don't clean. And um, y'all still got them. And some of y'all men are cheating and you just stay. Staying and leave. If somebody is not doing you right, staying don't make it a good relationship. It just means that you persevering. Okay? And I don't want to persevere through a goddamn marriage. That's a long time. Okay? Life is short when you young 
But when you old and you with somebody you can't fucking stand. Life is long. It is long. Every breath they take. Every breath they take. You turn into sting in the son of a gun. It's just not. It's long. So so be happy. Be free. Be free. I'm sure Cardi B and Offset will be. I want you to repeat after Trust me. me. She seems all right to me. And the Emmys happened and everybody looked virtually stunning because it was virtual. I don't know. It was a lot of Zooms. A lot of Google Meets. Um, Google Skype. They would, they would, it's a lot of that. It was amazing because black people won. It was a black night. I'm just like with the Oscars, it was a black night. There's a lot of black winners. A lot of black people won. So shout out to black people for that or people of color. Shout out to people of color, okay, for winning. They really, they really did it up. RuPaul's Drag Race won for the best competitive uh, series. They had Regina King and The Watchmen winning for the best lead actress in a limited series and the best limited series. Now, listen. How the hell listen Showtime? I think it was on Showtime. How the fuck y'all cancel it? But that shit was winning awards. Like I, I, I don't understand. I watched it for a minute. Like I, I, Regina King is an amazing actress. She's just like she's dope, bomb ass. I don't know. I just for me, I couldn't necessarily like follow it. But I think had y'all let the show stay on a little longer, we might have been able to grasp everything that was going on. So maybe they'll bring it back. I don't know. Well, maybe it'll come back on a different network. Somebody let me know if it's coming back. I don't know. And Saturday Night Live wins an Emmy. And Eddie Murphy wins his first Emmy. And he was, his hallway, when he did that video, his hallway was looking like, whoosh, whoo. It looked like he was in uh, the Library of Congress in his some gun. Like, how, what, what, how do you, how do you get that rich where you could, he could have a whole family, like a whole apartment building live in his goddamn hallway. He could say, oh, oh, oh. you could hear, I want to have echoes too in my hallway. I don't have echoes. I could probably touch my ceiling. I I don't wanna I don't wanna do this no more. I just I wanna I wanna have echoes. I wanna have echoes. But shout out to him. Congratulations to him for doing that on his a comeback at that on Saturday Night Live. So that's awesome. And speaking of people, speaking of people who won, Dave Chappelle is out there telling the haters to brush. They can kiss his ass. He's brushing the, sh his, the dirt off his shit. He's like, kiss my ass. You know, kiss my ass. He brought extra grand. Not Grammys, sorry, Grammys. Like Grammys. Well, he does actually have Grammys, I believe. But he he brought extra Emmys up there. He was like, look, these are not even the Emmys that I got this year. This is just these old Emmys, okay? So I need y'all to shut up. All the people that said I lost my way and this is not funny and I'm over. Look at this. Like, I, I, I shout out to Dave. I think this is a win for comedians because comedy has taken a hit. Millennials and Generation Z, I'm not gonna lie, we've kind of ruined comedy, okay? We we were very sensitive, us and Ralph Dresvent, um, we are very sensitive, um, and we really ended what com comedy was, okay? Like, if you know anything about comedy, comedy comes from pain, and the reason why I say that is because everybody don't know what it's like to be happy. It's some people that's never experienced true happiness. They don't know what that's like. They cannot identify with that. But what everybody can identify with is sadness, anger, frustration. And that's what comedians do. They take that, they put it in a joke, and they make it relatable, and they make it funny. They make pain funny. So you're laughing at things that wouldn't necessarily be funny. And that makes life just that much greater. So for us to take comedy and, like, try to make it safe and put a 
bubble wrap around it. It's it's a lot. So I think this is a win for comedians. It shows that people still support comedians in their true rawest form. If you don't like Dave, you that might not be your cup of tea, but I think overall this helps comedians. That's what I'm just saying. And Donald Trump wants to whitewash American history. He's trying to make America seem greater in rewriting history. And he wants to, you know, fund this through the TikTok deal. And I can't say that Oracle people saw bought TikTok because it's not really an acquisition as much as it's some kind of partnership. But he wants to make and like rope that in, which I think is crazy to me. Like history is already done. You can't change history. Now you can cover it up. Let's change some of these terms we're using. Is that you can't change history? History is done. You can cover it up. Now, if that ain't some dictator shit for your ass, I don't know what is. Uh, but there's some time that, and you know, like I said, I'm a big history person because I believe history helps you from doing the shit you just did. Okay? So we need the history. But this tells you. That he's trying to go back to some, some some shit. You know, he wants to make America great again. And there were some times in history that I don't think it was so great. Um, There's some times that people that look like me don't want to go back to. Uh, black people, Asian Americans, Native Americans, or, or Natives. Uh, you know, Hispanic Americans, Jewish Americans, Muslim Americans. There's just some times that people that don't fit white and Christian and white male and Christian don't want to go back to. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, maybe you, maybe we need to, maybe we need to let history ride. Okay, just let it ride, and so we don't go back to doing it. That's that's just what I'm saying. And also vote, vote, vote. Yeah! Okay, vote. And legal action is actually being taken against Miss Dana Chanel, who's the founder of Jumping Jack Taxes with her husband. And I heard about this on a blog because actually I was following uh, her her husband and her because, uh, you know, they're biz they were business people or whatever. So if you're not familiar with them, like they, they're like these motivational speakers, I'm I'm not religious you you know that but the, i i don't get down with the religious side but i can appreciate people who have created and done business and so yeah like i've even i think i've reached out to her she didn't respond of course but i reached out to her you know to try to talk to women who have really been able to do things and i heard this on a blog that people are suing them because they were charging astronomical amounts of money to do things that people can do themselves they were making claims that were not necessarily true so I, I don't know like right now jumping jack tax denies all these allegations so these are all alleged but what i will say is this is the unfortunate world that we live in but people pay for convenience this is why i said this five weeks ago you need to know what it is that you are paying for. If you're trying to get into business, like I talked about when I went through like a legal Zoom and stuff like that, and if when I didn't know how much stuff cost, I was paying for stuff that I could do for free. Everything in this world can be done for free, period. Period, poo, everything can be done for free. You can do it yourself, we pay for convenience. So if you don't know how much that costs, and there's nothing wrong with paying somebody to do it or help you, but you need to know how much it costs. And the reason why you need to know how much it costs is so you don't get got. You, you don't get got. People can't get over on you because you know how much it costs. 
So at the end of the day, if you overpay for stuff, it some of it has to fall. Like you've got to do some some research and due diligence. Now we can't have businesses out here ransacking consumers either. Like we we can't add it. That's if this is true. This is that's it's despicable. Just to make a dollar, you're gonna like calling people out their money. That's not good. But we also have to make sure that we know exactly what it is that we're doing. Which the the blog that I was watching, they said the same thing. Um, but I, I, one of the things in this blog that I was watching, they were saying that you, as a small business owner, you should do everything yourself. No, that's one of the biggest flaws that especially people of color have with their business and why their business doesn't grow. All of the other businesses and big people you see, you may only see a Jeff Bezos, but Jeff Bezos doesn't stand there without Mackenzie Bezos. Jeff Bezos doesn't stand there without Mackenzie Bezos parents. You gotta know that there's a network of people around. You gotta know when to delegate these tasks to other people. That's all I'm saying. And you include other people in your journey, therefore your business is scaling up. That's all I'm saying. And the CDC is now saying that COVID can spread through the air, through droplets. I, I don't I don't know. Like I feel like it gets scarier and scarier. They tell us you can't, then they tell us you do, and it is it's like it's it's a lot. And y'all is out here in these streets. Listen. Y'all is out here full in these streets. Y'all have forgotten about COVID. Y'all think COVID didn't packed her shit up and she didn't went home. She is not. COVID is still lurking around. She is in your trunk. She is under your bed. She is in your closet. That's why I'm telling y'all. Y'all not wearing masks no more. Y'all back in the club. Y'all back in the strip club. Like, y'all don't really need to have COVID titties in your face. Like, you can, you can wait. Like, y'all, please wear a mask. And please social distance. I've seen more people that just said, fuck this quarantine. And we, we got to get back into being safe. Because now the CDC is telling us some more stuff. So hopefully we get a vaccine soon. But it seemed like we're going to be in the house until 2023. I, 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 I don't know. Joe Rogan, the podcast king, is in trouble. And the reason why I'm going to call him the podcast king is because he had, what, $100 million to Spotify? Like, that's, like, unprecedented, I think. A hundred, a hundred milli, a hundred milli, a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli. He got a hundred million dollars and he's apologizing because he misinformed people. He did come back and he apologized and he said, "I, you know, it's out there now, but, you know, be more careful about the information that you read and information that you spread. He was spreading misinformation about the wildfires in Oregon. He was accusing uh, like protesters of spreading these wildfires and people setting these wildfires. And it wasn't really caused by climate change so i mean when you got a platform that big joe you, you gotta be very careful about what you say uh like i said i say things all the time but my platform is very small so i even like once you get out there you have to be very careful it's hard sometimes you make a mistake so he he apologized about it it is out there now i i, I don't know this is just a tricky situation because I guess once you got a hundred mil, you got somebody that could do that research. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna leave it alone. But he, he did apologize. And the New York Times, the New York Times is saying in an article they're asking if sex is dead for parents during the pandemic. And what I will say is, parents been seeking having sex since the beginning of time. So the answer is no. Um, this is where you get all these quarantine babies from. Okay, you getting quarantine babies because parents is going in the laundry room. They, they are going in closets. You know, they're going in the cars. 
You know, some cars, like my car, I'm not gonna say that I know this for sure, but the car that I have, all the seats actually go down in my SUV. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say that I know why they do, but all of them, including the passenger and the driver's seat, go completely flat. So there's ways for you to figure this out. You know what I mean? Like you can figure this out, parents. It's not dead. And if you don't have not have sex with your partner, it's because you just don't like them. You know, this is the same thing going back full circle, full circle. It's a long life when you with somebody you can't fucking say. Okay. And a lot of people been getting divorced in the quarantine because you, you really got to evaluate. You got to evaluate these characteristics. Like, hmm, I didn't even know you had them them characteristics i don't even i don't know if i like them like it, where you get them from did you pick them up at the store like I, i'm not sure like that that's kind of where we at you know so it's a, it's hard but parents nah 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 parents is out here they bumping and grinding and everything okay they they not swinging on chandeliers they can't do that they can't do that because they, they you know they kids hear that all right but they out here bumping and grinding and they on virtual school parents that's why you don't see them that's that's where they at they, that's where they at that's why you know parents be taught they be taught but this has been your top 10 trending topics of the week let's get into this interview with mr richard drozen so we can get everybody some jobs all right so we have a guest today we have mr Richard Drozen, or should I say chief resume writer, Richard <laughs> Drozen in the building. So how are you doing today? I am doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. It was great last time. So I'm glad that you asked me to come back and I, I'm excited. Okay. Things have changed a little bit. I've stopped being so uptight. So it'll be more fun this time than last time. All right. All right. But I, I want to get just kind of give people an, a rundown who are you what do you do for those who maybe didn't hear the first interview and kind of just a brief overview of your backstory absolutely so to give you guys a quick story i started doing this around 2012 uh when i was actually out the military uh i realized i didn't i felt like some of the folks that were doing the training weren't really sincere or it was just another job to them Said, you know what let me go in and, and i could do what they do but better so i took the time to really perfect my craft i learned about the different jobs i started off internally with soldiers and then worked my way up and then branched out to civilians and then when i got out the military i just started helping everybody and i did it for years 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 and years until you know the past three years where it's really sort of just you know taking off a form of its own and i love it um you know, this is my passion. I love doing this. I mean, I've gotten a lot of people hired and, you know, so far so good. I, I think right now, even through COVID, I've had 192 people hired in about how many days? Um, someone told me it was like 250 days. So, oh, wow. Days, so 200, 192 people hired in about 253 days now. So it's, I love it, you know? Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, and you, I've always seen you on LinkedIn. I follow you on LinkedIn and you always are posting something, which is great to see because a lot of career coaches, I, I do want to throw this out there because I was kind of in the industry as well. A lot of people don't necessarily um, post the, the work that they do and you do. Is there a reason why you, you want to show, you know, your successes and failures? Because I'm still doubted. 
the truth i mean let's let's be honest you know like i'm in a very high competitive nature and i don't necessarily fit the mold of what most people would want a coach to be or a certain way you know so the way but the way i look at it is i've always been i've always been consistent about my my um my victories if i don't have any i'm not posting anything if i'm not posting victories i'm either posting something about you know about motivation or or you know i'm sharing some things but you know for me it's important because i have to show folks i i don't have to show it matter of fact i do it because i want people to know that you can get hired that there's multiple different ways of you of you working with someone and having said results because even though i've been very successful i mean it's quite a few i haven't been successful in but you know even then that number is so tiny that i can't even begin to tell you how low that is because I really take the time to work with a lot of people and I've just mastered my craft. Well, and I continue to master my craft to get better. But to be honest with you, because even now I'm still doubted within the industry and I'm still, you know, people don't necessarily believe what I'm doing is actually, um, you know, if it's actually true, you know? So it's kind of like I have to consistently put data and facts because nobody will argue with data and facts. Yeah, well. Well, that <laughs> I mean, means, we're in a crazy well, time. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're in a crazy time. True, but yes, I, I get what you're saying. I get what All you're right. saying. Now, as far as the resumes go, right now, like, again, we're in a really crazy time. Tough spot. Lots of people got laid off. Lots of people's industries disappeared almost overnight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What can people do to start standing out? Uh, because it's, it's tough out there. You know, it's funny because you... You mentioned that because that's actually a lot of the questions I get asked now is, you know, so, hey, Richard, you know, um, so I, I don't know what to do. Like the, the market, is it really competitive and people are hiring? I'm like, yeah, I can tell you April was probably the worst. I mean, crappy month I've ever had as a as a as a resume writer, probably when I first started. The numbers were so low. I mean, I think I have 14 people hired that month. And for me, I'm usually. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, I was starting to panic. You know, I was like, oh God, this is not good. So then the next month we had 21, 24, 28, 28, 31, 38, you know, so I mean, or 30, you know, but it, it, it kept going. So I kept going to a good point, a good number. Like, all right, people are getting hired again. And I've been getting an upward trajectory of folks getting hired and their responses are coming back a lot faster, you know? And, you know, truthfully, what I would tell people is essentially you, you're going to, you know, you you ha this is when you start being proactive. So you know, I'm getting a lot more people being proactive than they were before, where they were very like, eh, I don't know if I really want to hire someone. I don't want to do it. But, you know, we're at a point now where people are taking it seriously. OK, yeah. And I think that another thing that a lot of people aren't thinking about in this time uh, because not just standing out because now it's going to get tighter especially in those lower I don't want to say lower but less skilled positions it, oh god I feel bad I feel bad um I didn't even think about you know what uh, gosh that's a really good point because I have not and I'm usually the one preaching for the laborers and the and the and the, and the janitors and you know like the the folks that are like you know that have to be at work Jeez, I'm, I'm, it, it is tough because I'm, I am dealing with, you know, that, that force, the, you know, the, tends to be slightly a little bit older and they're used to being at work. So a lot of them are essential workers, you know, 
and they are still doing the assignments that a lot of folks aren't doing but then you have folks that that are losing jobs because they don't have anything else don't have another skill set so this is really really a terrible time it's it's frustrating it really is sad i've no i know a person who they're it was such a niche job but it wasn't like a high education job and somebody now you know they're in they're looking for work what do you say to those people who are going to be out of work for a little while how do you fill the covid gap how do you make sure that your resume doesn't show a slump because we could be here till 2021 i'm not gonna say that but yeah um i'll put it i'll put it to you like this i would say you know days we have such a, a huge gig economy and we have you know we have a lot of part-time jobs that aren't looked at negatively like they might have been in the past so i would advise everybody and anybody if you can fill it with some freelance work or that you say that you've done you know they keep up you know as you've been keeping up your skills you're doing something to help boost it that would be the, the best thing you know and 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 truthfully and if you don't want to do that that's okay any, okay. any, and I'm gonna be honest with you because, and I and I say this for once. Because usually, I'm the I'm the guy that's always like, hey, you know, uh, let's put something in there. We're gonna make sure we, you know, it gives you credit, no space. But I'm telling you now, if if a recruiter or hiring manager asks you why what happened from, you know, if you lost your job from from March, okay, March, on period. And they don't seem to be empathetic or sympathetic or whatever the case may be. That's not the place you want to go work at. I, okay. I, I like. I'm so adamant about it now because it's folks are. You need to have that human element. And if you lose a job during this period, and you're not understanding. I mean, I can just expletive, expletive, expletive. That's how I feel. Like you know what I mean. So I would tell I would tell folks, listen, straight up, like do what you need to, but just say COVID. I don't care what happened covid okay because okay. you're either going to get lose a job something's going to happen you know what i mean they were paid off you just they understand no one's going to question you. just and if they do and they make a big deal about it that is not want to work for okay so you don't necessarily have to go out and get a part-time job or go to school or say hey i was while i was doing covid i was taking classes or on youtube Uh, whatever right i mean there's so many this you know a period like this breeds entrepreneurship but also breeds you know work things that you can do and this is a good opportunity where a lot of things that you do you know if you're a laborer i mean i mean and i I mean this in the nicest way possible there's absolutely no reason why you don't have a job outside of that because people need someone to do plumbing people need someone to do electricity you can market your services hire young family member or somebody to help out you know what i mean like there's opportunities there for you to be successful so some of us who have skilled positions you know might not necessarily be able to to find that type of work you know that work is accessible because everybody can find someone who needs that okay so with i guess i want to ask this because you mentioned entrepreneurship how do you put that on a resume like where an employer would take it seriously should any well i guess here's the question is anybody can say i have an ein i got a business but uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it translates well, i mean truthfully the way i look at it is you can label you can label it a couple of different things right i mean you could label it as like you know if you don't want to do it to a point where 
it's um too much. It's like okay. I was a CEO, or I was a co-owner, I was a founder. Find an appropriate business title. You know? Okay. Like, for example, business manager or director of operations or operations manager or or something that makes sense according to what you're doing, you know? Like, you know, like lead painter or lead, okay. lead technician or IT consultant. I mean, there's enough for you to do out there and there's so much work out there that even some of these companies are, are, are asking, you know, remote workers doing, you know, certain assignments. Okay. So, you know, I would do that. And I mean, it would still be, you know, the thing is, is make it as closely aligned to the position that you're going for. So if you're like, well, I don't have the experience. Well, wait a minute, I do. So how do I incorporate that? Okay, so you add that info in there and you, you know, like, and you find a way to put everything together and you'll be fine. So is there a borderline though with, I have a dog too, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> do you, what kind of dog do you have, by the way? He's a Yorkie. Oh, he's a, he's a little, a lap, like yeah, lap dog, yeah. small. Okay, I have a sheep and doodle, so he's huge. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a borderline is there a fine line in between fraud and embellishment because i see i've seen this too where people Ooh. they want to play up their skill it's almost to the point where it's could be like really you were the the head of cashiers that's not even a thing like you know like i was the ceo I mean, of putting of cashiers you might as well say that you know you effectively handled all cash management transactions sounds better than cashier <laughs> i mean you know like there's a way there's a way to highlight that now you know effectively so okay i you know i want you know let's go around with you i wanted to be a little bit more myself and i also wanted to be a little bit more transparent well okay. I think there is okay fraud is fraud let me tell you there's a reason why HR asked for that that document sheet you know every time you apply that everybody's like oh I gotta refill this information again because by law you are liable and held to a standard if you do not if you say that you did X Y and Z and you don't and you're not able they, they're firing you off break you know what I mean you're not capable okay well so-and-so said that he did advanced Excel and pivot tables and, and V lookups and etc. We gave him the easy task and he couldn't even do that. Um, he wrote, he was advanced all throughout his resume on multiple occasions. So boom, fired out. Now embellishing, right? Gosh, <laughs> like I'm not gonna ever tell somebody to embellish. Okay. I'm also not gonna tell somebody not to put something that they're not, that they don't feel like they can do. Because okay. here's the thing, here's a fine line of, you know, when it comes down to HR classification, you know, what one company, or HR coordinator, right, might be actually doing HR generalist work. So that general HR generalist work is essentially what you're doing as an HR coordinator. Are okay. you going to put HR coordinator work if that HR coordinator work is more aligned to an HR assistant? Mm. No. So okay. you're going to make sure that you're, if you're leveling up, you're going to pay attention to the job announcement in the company. Because as you know, like if you're an HR manager at a, at a small firm, I mean, and you're, you're pretty much, you know, you, you have the title, but you're doing HR journalist work somewhere else. So okay. it really comes down to the company. You know, I always say, you know, like the military, they always say you always work two levels up, no matter what, you know, the next man, you always got to make sure you know what their job is you know, or the rank up, need to know. 
So personally, if we're taught that in the military, the, the, the common civilian or average Joe should be able to work one or two pay grades up or up to, up to standard. So if you feel like you can do that job because you're always doing your boss's job, you're always doing something, you're doing yes. something extra, add it to your resume. That lazy coworker exactly. that comes to work and doesn't so, want to do so, that. <laughs> exactly. So on top of that, so how is that embellishing if if your supervisor is a GS-14 X, Y, and Z, and you're a GS-12, and the assignment that they're giving you, you look at their PD, it's strictly saying, you know, blah, 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 strategic planning and X, Y, and Z, and, and your PD doesn't say that. Now you're thinking, I embellish? No, you're not embellishing. You're adding exact information on there to help boost your experience, but okay. you can do it. If you can't do it, stay out. Don't, don't even bother. Okay, so as long as you can do the job, will you feel right. confident enough? Listen, I, yes. And if you can't even talk about it in an interview, don't go. Because I, okay. you, I, I you know, I, I am a big proponent of going to interviews myself. I've gone through plenty. And I've gone through, you know, like even when I was going up, you know, because I, I worked in admin and facilities and in ops. So I always said, you know what, I, I, I think I deserve X1. I've made it to the final round plenty. And you know, and I said to myself, I didn't get it for a while. I think I know why. But you know, the, but the point is, is that I know that I made, you know, so let me give you guys a perfect example. Okay. Your, your chief resume writer actually was told this a couple years ago when I first got out the, mil got out the military. Okay. okay. I made it, I mean, to this amazing job interview, right? Call back twice. First round, go. Second round, they told me, and I thought I did okay. At the end of it, the chief of staff told me. I wrote him very nicely, and for the first time, someone actually replied back and told me why I didn't get the job. Yeah, so he, he replies back and he said, I "Realize that you were going for like an 04 level job. You were giving me E5 level answers." I said, "Which in military is like officer enlisted, but you, you know." And I was like, mind blown. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, so they figured out that I don't necessarily have the experience." And the worst thing about it was that he said, truthfully, he said, we actually were really rooting for you. We had okay. two positions and, you know, he said, just come back and get some more experience, come back in a few years. And if the position's open and I'm still here, I'll give you an opportunity, but you oh, need wow. a little bit more set experience. And I took that as like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So again, you know, I, but, but I, but I didn't embellish. I'm gonna tell oh. you what, I put what I thought was deemed appropriate. So I had probably about, honestly, 60-40, not 80-20, but 60-40 of what I thought would qualify. But okay. they thought I was, I was, I passed the first round enough and I made met the qualifications. I just didn't have the leadership component of what they wanted. And that was fair. Okay. That, that makes a lot of sense. But I think a lot of people embellish because of the infamous ATS or the AI. And so they're trying to beat the computer how do you because now sometimes the first person that looks at your resume is a person but very rarely especially if it's a big corporation yeah. how do you stand out when you have a computer that's searching for those target words simplify okay. i'm gonna tell you right now like i go back and look at some of my stuff and i look mm -hmm. at some you know some of my my clients resumes that have had like 30 40 50 thousand dollar increases sitting here like this resume got 55,000 
And I'm like, wow. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm proud of my work. Yeah, sorry, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, compared like, to the <laughs> the other one that I just did, and he got 22. Okay, that's interesting. So then, you know, I start to, you know, I I look at, you know, sometimes it's simplicity, and sometimes, okay. it, you know, it comes down to format. Like, you know, I'm not. I tell everybody, don't come to me. I'm not your. I'm not your digitalized. Want to make your stuff look pretty? That's not okay. my business. Not you know my mantra. My mantra is simple, black and white, content driven. X, Y, and Z. You know the rest of the stuff you sell at you on LinkedIn for someone or put it somewhere or something like ooh, it looks good. But point I'm making is effective simplicity will go a long way. And people talk about keywords and X, Y, and Z. Oh, and I got I got news for everybody. For the first time in my in a while, I've actually been, I like I was really shocked. Okay. I was reading, I was on USA Jobs because everybody wants, a lot of people want government jobs, right? Uh-huh. And I read the fine print a lot more this time. Like before I was reading it, I, I already knew that five page limit X1. But I had so many jobs that were saying, do not copy the specialized experience and the job <laughs> responsibilities or you'll be automatically disqualified. I said, oh, they're being really, really serious. This Like this is... I mean, I could tell you, I was reading it back to back to back to back. And I'm like, oh, people are getting this. Wow, this is, it doesn't help. It doesn't necessarily, you might think it helps by adding all information. It really doesn't because okay. the way I look at it and I want people to, you know, maybe it's a crappy way to look at it, but I'm going to tell you guys truthfully, you either have it or you don't. And what I mean by that is the computer is either it's your time or it's not your time. And okay. if you think that, you know, but one thing's for sure, those pretty looking resumes don't work. Don't work. I don't care what nobody say. They don't work. They will get so kicked out immediately. immediately. Yeah. If you even have can't. one, if you even have one fourth of a table, I mean, literally mm-hmm. table in there. Goodbye. I'm telling you, like I've, it just, I don't know. I've seen it. I've seen it way too many times, and I've seen it where I, I I'm like, oh yeah, I can see how this would, this would affect, mm-hmm. affect you getting through. Because it can't read it. So when it goes to the computer, it gets all confused. Like, oh, what is this? It's a table and right. it's a spreadsheet right. and it's a, never mind. So right. I think a lot of people, they think a person is looking at this and they're like, oh, because back in the day, I don't know if if you, when you were in school or high school or whatever, they had mentioned like, you know, you might want to use a different color piece of paper or, you know, something like that. So yeah, it stands out. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't even do that. I'm over here trying to think though. When's the last time I used resume paper? But I right. it. I just like I don't remember when I've used it ever, honestly. I don't think they uh, no one's using paper. Anything. It everything is electronic and I think that's another reason why a lot of people are just kinda getting pushed by the wayside. What sites should we be using? There's so many now. There's so many specialized sites. What site should we be using? I have a little bit of a delay. I don't know why, but I do. Uh, okay. What sites should I be using? Or we should be using as far as career goes? Is it Career Builder? Is it Indeed? Well, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, crap on nobody's business. So okay. I'll just I'll just say that I'm a big advocate for Indeed and I'm a big advocate for LinkedIn, obvious, obvious reasons. But I, will, but I will say Dice.com for my techies. Um... Uh, there's idealist.org, which is another one. A lot of nonprofits go on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, another one that I'm a big fan of is www.governmentjobs.com. Now, this one is a little bit different because it's more so city, municipal, county, government jobs. 
and okay. some state jobs. So if it's for folks that you don't necessarily want to work for the feds, but say you want to go work in Broward County or something in Florida, or or or, or you want to go work in in uh, what's that place like Odessa, Texas? You want to go work for whatever they have, whatever. You can mm -hmm. find jobs like that there. You know, so the places where you probably wouldn't suspect, but it's that that has every all the jobs, like plenty of jobs. There. Um, gosh. There's another one, I think it's like the Association for Associate Executives. Now I'm a, but it's a website where okay. I don't remember it exactly, but it's one where it's good because it's primarily like, for example, like um, they'll have something random like American Geophysical Society or the Society of Optical, you know, X, Y, and Z. So things that you probably wouldn't think, you'd be like, huh, really? Those are the jobs? And you might be surprised, like, you know, the American Bar Association might pull up on there. You might see something from, you know, it, it's you, those are the type of jobs that you keep. Um, okay. I think clearancejobs.com for folks who want the clearances. Of course, USA Jobs. Um, I know you're probably wondering, okay, he hasn't said it yet. No, I have not said Zip Recruiter, and I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not, because I'm, I, I'm getting a lot of spam, and I get a lot of, get a lot of, a lot of inquiries where, my clients come back to me and say, Richard, is this real? I'm like, no. Okay. No. Okay. So it's, you have to be very careful. I guess with the sites, with people putting up job posts, is there a way to spot it where you're like, no, this is not. Well, I would assume the stuff that you say, you work two hours a week and you make $150,000 a day. Like, of ah. course, you know, ah. <laughs> that's probably. Or, or the, the, the famous, the famous personnel is personal assistant ones that I see all the time. Jeez, man. I hate that. That right there, that one is probably the biggest one. And then the ones that'll say like a supply chain manager, uh, W-2 contract, 32 hours an hour or whatever. And I'm like, and then I see the name and I'm like, Brad G something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you got to read the job enough. And some of these folks are getting slick. They're getting really slick with the way they do their, their job announcement and, and everything else. You know, as long as you're very careful in how you, you know, that's why you ask for a second opinion. So I always, you know, I have clients now that always ask me, I'll go back and look. So like, for example, one of my clients, you know, um, sent me guys information and I read it and I wanted to, I went back and looked at his recommendations. I went back, looked at what was said and I was like, okay, all right. He appears to be legit. You know, so I think that we can, I think we should go for the interview. So let's, you know, let's try it out and see what happens. So, I mean, it's good to ask. If you don't know, ask a professional. Okay. Ask somebody, ask someone in HR. If you don't feel, if you don't get, if you have to, if you have to think about it twice, do it then. That's how, that's my rule of thumb. That's a, that's a good point. If you, you're not sure, it's probably, your gut is probably right. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Now, in, I guess this, in COVID, have you seen any industries that have been booming? Like you have a lot of clients who are getting hired in a certain sector or, or not really? Yeah, well, I can tell you, believe it or not, my top three this year, my top three, IT in general. And when I mean IT, of course, every subcomponent of IT, like we talking okay. from like business analyst, engineering to of course, cyber being number one. I mean, that's been number one period for me. You know, mm -hmm. so my clients and that are getting hired. Two, believe it or not, it's actually our folks. 
Oh, wow. My HR, really? folk, right, my HR folks are getting hired a lot. Okay. And I mean, and it's surprising because it's all, when I mean, I'm talking about HR BPs, I'm talking about HR generalists, HR managers, directors. I'm not even talking about the talent acquisition folks, the senior recruiters, all that. So that whole spectrum is, it's fantastic. Now, third, um, operations. And when I mean okay. operations, I'm talking more so like logistics, warehouse operations, and that okay. type of gotcha, thing gotcha. as it relates to that. And then finance and funding. Um, now, <laughs> the only reason why I'm bringing up the operations thing is because a lot of my clients have been getting hired by Amazon. Mm, okay. Okay. Amazon. And it's been getting quite a bit of getting a lot of my clients. A lot of my clients are getting hired and it's working beautifully. But at the same time, I'm like, man, this is this is interesting. So my top company this year, I'm just going to go ahead and say Amazon. Outside the federal government, it's Amazon. Wow. Wow. I guess that explains the, the extra couple billion he got um, in yeah. his bank yeah. account. Yeah. He's, it's booming. Business is booming. And I guess here's here's one of my my I have another question, but this is sure. the second to last question. Cover letter or no cover letter? Because I've been uh, reading and seeing things that some recruiters read them and some of them don't. I'm not a fan. I know that some of my, my peers on LinkedIn will tell you yes. I'm gonna tell you I don't care. I okay. don't have a preference for it. I don't like it. I do believe it's essential if they require or ask for it, then absolutely send it in. Okay. Other than that, yeah, I'm not sending it in. I'm not. I mean, if you want to explain, sure. But a lot. I mean, look. Even some of the recruiters I've helped tell me straight up, I'm not. I'm not reading that. Okay. <laughs> like, well, that makes sense to me. And I'll say, do you want the resume package with what you got? They're like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because isn't it? It's it's funny how that works because it really depends on the person you get. Who is the recruiter? How experienced is this recruiter? How much does this recruiter really like their oh, job? Is don't, this, get me, this... don't get me started on that. <laughs> don't get me started on the experience part of it. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a tricky thing. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. They think all recruiters are built the same. If you have a recruiter that's getting paid per person, you're going to have a different experience than if you have a corporate recruiter. And it's just, and then even then, you have different types of people. So if you're out there looking for a job, just know. The frustration is real. Everybody well, has. And, I mean, you gotta also watch the recruiter that you're asking for because I have a pet peeve where you know some of my clients will will ask recruiters certain questions, ask them, "Hey, this is right," and then I'm like, "I'm like, won't you give me the recruiter's info so I can make sure if their information is actually legit?" Because it's like I had one person, you know, was like, "Ah, that's resume garbage." And it, you know, completely destroyed my client's confidence. And I was like, I'm like, whoa, uh, I just told you, you have zero experience in IT. So if that recruiter told you that it's, you don't have the experience, that's because you don't. But you know what I mean? Like we're trying to, we're trying to build on basic help desk information, you know, management type stuff that they're to help you because you have the basic, but they decided not to listen to you. So, you know what I mean? Not every recruiter is on your side. Like, it's like when I tell people, not every HR person is good at resume. Right? Yeah, they're just there to. They got a list. This is what we have, <laughs> and they a lot of them do paperwork. They don't right. even do the resume right. unless it's a one right. stop, a one stop shop. Right. All right. So right now we have 
different types of things going on but should you have a standard resume i i know a lot of people were saying no it should be different well, should you different. have a standard resume i used to have four five six different resumes like okay and i stopped and as a career coach i stopped doing it years ago and what i started doing was really starting to hone in on some of the jobs i was going for and paying attention to what they were asking and i would really focus on that and that would essentially help me out as far as identifying how i wanted to write my resume in short i was able to do that um i don't i use one i, I use one well goodbye i use one specifically for what I know, like the upside one for HR, because I have such a, I have so many different skills. However, okay. I tell my clients all the time, you don't need to have that many. You don't have to constantly keep changing it up. You know, so if you have one good one, you have a set idea with the type of jobs that you want, use a standard one and you can change around if you want. But like I said, that ATS is, you're going to spend 45 to a minute to an hour and a half trying to correct the resume again that I created. And then you're going to get mad because you're going to say the resume was but then you don't realize why you spent, why you took all, all the meat and potatoes. And when I put on there, it was put on there with a purpose so you can get through. But the minute you start adding additional stuff, it might completely just, you know, destroy what was there. Yeah, that's true. So no, if you go to a professional resume writer, allow them and their work to do its job before right, you come in. It, exactly. And then make them, a, you know, let them do what they need to. If it don't work, it don't work. You know, because I mean, sometimes this doesn't work with her. It's what it is. Yeah, it's just, it's a hit or miss with, with anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. How can people reach you? So if they're really struggling right now and they've tried the resume thing on their own, how could they reach you? They can reach me at rdrowresumes.com, uh, rdrowresumes.com. I'm on Instagram, rdrowresumes. You can catch me on Facebook at rdresume career coaching and on LinkedIn, Richard Drosen. You'll catch me on there. I'm pretty, I'm pretty active, especially on LinkedIn. Um, and it's pretty much me. And my website by itself has an option for you to reach out to me and I'll be able to talk and, and chat. Yeah, he's pretty nice too. Like if you reach out to him, everything is not like, it's a, that'll be $5,000. Like he's really, he's really, Man, really nice. I, I, must be, I need to do better if that's the type of people I need to get. <laughs> yeah. 5G's on top. <laughs> Off top, before you even talk right. to him. 5G. Right. But yeah, with it, it's coming. It's coming one day. But I want to thank you for coming back to the platform and speaking Absolutely. careers and jobs during COVID because this is a tricky time for everyone. Absolutely. I'm thankful for being here and, you know, I'm always willing to support you anytime. All right. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. I want to thank Mr. Richard Drozen for coming through to Millennials Anonymous Podcast, being here with us, giving us that knowledge. He gave us so much information. I appreciate him. Make sure you reach out to him. When I tell you, there's a lot of people on social media right now because everybody's trying to make some money. I ain't going to knock you. All right. So full circle, full circle, full circle. Check these people. Okay. You need to research these people. If somebody say that I can write you a resume, you better know who they are. Because anybody can say that, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they can write a resume that's going to get you results. And of course, there's no guarantee, even if you're the best person to write your resume. But still, you need to know, because if the person is can't spell, you might want to check that out. All right. You might want to know if they don't understand what words mean. OK, you out here with the whole. The whole. 
European spelling for behavior in there, all right? And you, you got use and all these words. Like, that, that don't even go there on, the, on this side. That don't even go there. Like, are you European? No. So make sure you did. Make sure they not, they not Google pasting, all right? They Google pasting, all right? Make sure you go and you find somebody that can write you a resume that's dope as hell that will get you some results. And Richard Drozen can do that. So make sure you reach out to him. Make sure you go to his website. Make sure you follow him on LinkedIn. Make sure you follow him on other social media platforms so that you, if you need help, he is one of the best guys to do that. And if he can't help you, he will point you in the direction of somebody who may. So thank you. And I want to thank everybody for watching and everybody for listening to Millennials Anonymous Podcast. We appreciate you all. We love you all. We love you. We love you. We love you. We are coming through with some more fire. We have Mr. Showtime Brando from P-Valley. DJ Never Scared will be on next week. So we talk to him. So make sure you stay tuned and you're locked and loaded for that because I'm excited about that. We have another interview coming up after that. So make sure you stay. You come back. All right. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Bye.